Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to another edition of the Chicago Tony V Show. Specifically, happy Monday, first of all. Welcome to episode 164 of our show. And today is Monday, September 20th, 2021. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like September is just flying by. It's like, what in the world happened? Where did it go? What have I, I, I looked at the uh, calendar this morning and I seriously thought to myself, like, what have I, what have I done with my September? Where did it go? What have I been busy doing? I see some great VIPs in the live stream already. Jeffrey, the vet author. Good morning, Jeff. Melt Lord's in the house. The beautiful Amber Glow. Thank you. We're filling up. It's going to be, it's going to be just a uh, tremendous show. And this is the way I, I love to start off the week, right? Let's not, let's not uh, regret the fact that, you know, the weekend is over. Let's just hit it face on. And I guess let's start by having a little fun right off the bat and visit with each other and drink our coffee. I'm already through my coffee this morning. I had a, I had a coffee crisis this morning. I like it a certain way. That's how I'm wired. I, I got one of those uh, Keurig machines. So I'm polluting the planet. The planet is probably going to die uh, because of me. Bold Coffee says 164 episodes. Isn't that amazing? To, to I can't believe it myself. Yes, this is this is means to celebrate. And actually today, so I, I looked at uh, some numbers for the show. I just kind of got curious, like how, how popular is this thing getting? And I kind of looked into it. And uh, so I'll be talking about that. But yes, let us celebrate. Now, uh, I'm a routine-oriented person, especially in the morning. I just, I, and, uh, I wake up and I make my coffee. That's what I do. I'm sure that's common, right? Um, this morning, I discovered I was out of cream which is a big deal. I'm a cream guy. I'm a cream guy. And uh, so no dice when I'm out of cream. Now, my other problem is I woke up at 2.30 this morning. That's when I was awake. So I was ready to have coffee 2.30 in the morning. No cream, which means I'm not going to go there. I wasn't going to drink black coffee. I've done that here and there in the past, but it's just not my cup of tea. And so, um, what do I do when I, when my my system is off? Well, I go to Dunkin' Donuts. Well, you can't go to Dunkin' Donuts at uh, you know two fifteen in the morning or whatever. That doesn't work. So, you know, <laughs> I had to sit there and I had to go through withdrawal symptoms for the first few hours of my day. It was horrible. Bold Coffee wants to know, why do you wake up so damn early, Jesus? <laughs> Isn't that funny? Had you used a con had you used punctuation, that would have worked totally differently. I read it as if you're calling me Jesus. Um, I woke up that early because I went to bed early because I was exhausted. I went to bed at, uh, I want to say 7.15, which is ridiculous for an adult to do. That's not who's not, you know. It was just an average day. It's not like I was ill or something like that. So I went to bed so early that I woke up at 2.15. 
Yes, Amber is correct. Jesus is always awake. That's right. I'm clearly not Jesus. So I had to go through the withdrawals for the first several hours of my day. Now, what's funny is at around three in the morning, I determined I am getting at Dunkin' Donuts right at five when they open up. I'm going to be the first guy in line. I'm going to be there early. I will descend upon that place so I can get past this. Well, what's interesting is I got busy doing something. I can't even remember what it was. I think it was like some graphics for Twitter or something like that to pump the show this morning. And uh, <laughs> and lo and behold, 5 a.m. whizzed right by. I didn't even leave the house to go to Dunkin' Donuts till 5.30. So I, I must not have been uh, withdrawing that bad. But I, I said, just give me the biggest cup of whatever you have. And then I made, made it back home. So I made it through my coffee. Now I'm back to the bubbly plain water. But I hope all of you coffee drinkers are having a coffee with me starting off the week right. I hope everyone had a great weekend. I guess I'll start now. I'm going to talk about the numbers of our show. I did some research on this. I, I want to just say beforehand, because otherwise I'll forget our dear Amber Glow. And by the way, Amber, I, I have lunch with Tyra. I go see Tyra today just so you know she has she has some mail for me anyway um amber i've said i've talked about it on the show before amber has been politely nudging me in the right direction with things like hey uh have you ever thought of uh, getting on twitch hey what about a discord server and i think essentially amber finally figured out that, uh, yeah, this dude is just not together enough to actually get it done. It's not going to happen. So she took the bull by the horns. Amber actually set up a Discord, and now it, which I appreciate so much. This was on Friday, right, Amber? And <laughs> I especially feel bad because within, I'm going to say, 15 or 20 minutes of being on that Discord server... It's like, oh, I get it now. I get it. I I reached out to uh, VIP pepperonis, right? And uh, instantly, people started popping into Discord. I had we had conversations. We had it's both via texts, video conversations, chats, and and then uh, over the weekend, I was sitting here. I think it was. I can't remember if it was Saturday or yesterday. It doesn't matter. I was sitting here doing something, working on my empire, and I had Discord open, and just someone popped in. We had a lovely conversation. Actually, several people popped in. So, Amber, I, I apologize. <laughs> I feel so bad. Thank you for doing that. And I feel... Uh, I feel... I kind of feel bad because, my gosh, you were right, and now I get it. So I really appreciate it. That's so cool that you did that. It's fun. Um, so anyway, yeah, numbers. I, I, I got curious about the numbers for our show. Uh-oh, 
Jeffrey's internet connection is horrible out in the country. Jeff just moved. I asked him earlier to post uh, pictures of the of the new house to our subreddit. And this is not good, Jeff. He says, oh my God, the connection out here in the country is horrible. You might have to move back to the city, Jeff. <laughs> I can't do without you, sir. That would be bad. Melt Lord's having a Heineken. I can't remember. Where are you, Melt Lord? I've probably asked you this before. I'm, I apologize. My brain is decrepit. It's getting worse, actually. It's getting so much worse. Yeah. Heineken, that's a good way to end the evening, though. I had a... I had a beer. It's my first beer in a long time. Michelob Ultra, I think it was. I couldn't believe how much I enjoyed it. I was at the office. I mean, it's rare that I... I'm just not a drinker. It's not my thing. I was at the office on a Zoom call after hours. People started cracking open uh, beverages on their end. I thought... Well, what am I going to do? And then I remembered, oh yeah, I have a uh, a break room. I was, at, I was at the office. I was at Studio A. I remembered I have a break room. And uh, there's a bunch of beer in there that I probably paid for. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure I did. So I went and had one of my own beers. Lord knows how long it's been sitting in the fridge. Back before this flu thing, you see, we used to get visitors now and then. And uh, I, I have a very nice stocked kitchen. I mean, it's a full kitchen at the office. That was one of my things. Um, <laughs> thank you. I like, I like this comment. Thank uh, you says, Oprah became Oprah when she decided to go syndicated. Tony V, think big. <laughs> Uh, that is a, uh, oh, and so Bold Coffee wants to know, what's your job when you're not streaming? So, um, I've talked about it here and there a lot over the, over, um, several episodes. I'm basically retired. I'm, I'm fancy, fancy. I'm a, I'm a, I think you would say I'm an entrepreneur and, uh, thank Christ. I did something right. I, I own, uh, some businesses that pretty much run themselves. And so. Um, I get to sit around and, uh, uh, and not have a real job and do things like, you know, make, uh, graphics for Twitter to promote my, uh, podcast, <laughs> but thank you. Your, uh, your comment about Oprah is very interesting. Syndicated. Yeah. Interesting. Um, anyway, so numbers, I, I decided I got curious now our show is unique. It's very unique. Uh, you know, it's it's done over RPAN. Here we are visiting with each other on RPAN. There's, to my knowledge, I, I don't know of another podcaster who does this, although I've encouraged uh, some of my podcasting friends, oh, you got to do it. It's so much fun. And I just don't think people get it. But anyway, traditionally, when you're measuring a podcast, you know, Podcasters always talk downloads and all that stuff. That That's how they know how many people are listening. And, of course, I have that, too. The Chicago Tony V Show, which is what we're recording right now. I mean, if you wanted to listen to the podcast like my little brother does, 
or like uh, Kelly from uh, the Drunk Theory podcast. I was talking to her the other day. I was surprised to, to hear she's never been in the um, the Reddit live stream. She only listens to the podcast, so she can't see the real time. She doesn't really see how much of a bucking Bronco this show is. And uh, anyway, so I do have that, you know, that stuff. So the, I have traditional numbers and all that stuff. And I, but I, that's not really what I looked at. I got really curious about Reddit. What, what am I, what is my listenership based on all this Reddit activity? So that's kind of what I dove into over the weekend. And, uh, and it's pretty cool. I wrote, let's see, I wrote down some numbers. Where now, uh, full disclosure, I have, I would actually love to hear from podcasting friends because I don't know what's normal. I don't know what's big numbers. I don't know. I, I just don't know. I really don't know. But here are the, uh, I, I just tabulated all the listens via our pen since we started the show, which we started doing this January 1 of 20. 21. So um, we have, uh, and I, I was talking to a couple of pepperonis, by the way, over the weekend, telling them, hey, I'm going to be doing this. Do you have any guess how big, how, what the number is going to be? I'm trying to remember who I talked to. I remember Pixie from uh, Next on Stage One. Who else was I talking to? Was it Yak Horseman? Why can't I remember? God, it sucks getting old. Anyway, they were they were guessing some pretty big numbers. The actual number is so since we started the show, four hundred and thirty-four thousand live listeners listening into the show. That's pretty crazy. That feels like that's big to me. I don't know. Maybe that's not big for podcasts. We average per episode. If you go, if you look at the entire history. Um, we average 2,552 listeners per episode. That's just through our pan. That's so all the pod catchers, that's another story. There's more listeners over on that side. But 2,500. 2, um, and uh, which, again, if a podcaster would let me know, I don't know. I don't know if, that, if that's big or not. Um, but what's interesting, the trend of that thing is that, so that's the the entire history of our show. Our average is 2,552 tuning in at some point on our panda to watch, watch slash listen to the thing. And then, um, and then, but I looked at the, the last, let's see, the last month to see what's the average just for the last month, that 2,500 is the whole time of the show. Last month, we're averaging 15,000 per episode. So it's trending up. It's kind of interesting. And it was really fun putting together all those numbers. Um, I mean, just because it was, I had, <laughs> I had never, I've never tracked the numbers. I'm just having fun, right? This is just me having fun. Um, Wait a minute. Melt Lord says, that's a solid track record. I can't even get my own family to listen to my band. <laughs> uh, what's your band, Melt Lord? Let's pump it. 
I would love to, I would love to figure out who you are, what it is. Get into it. I didn't know you had a band. Thank you says small market local radio would love those numbers. Yeah. See, I don't really, I mean, yeah, I, I, I guess I really don't know much about it. I, I really, what I got to do is start talking to my podcasting buddies to figure out what sort of numbers are they pulling. I mean, it's nothing's going to change for me. I'm still, this is me just having fun. This is how I have fun. But it, it was curious and amazing. And it, it made me contemplative as well. I was compiling all those numbers. And it just got me thinking about um, points along the way. Like, it's interesting. We had some uh, early on, some very positive feedback. So... Actually, let me look this up to make sure I don't get it wrong. Our second episode ever on our pan, I was talking about, uh, I ate a McRib sandwich. <laughs> I, 10,000 extra credit points for any of you that were on that live stream. But uh, we had 47,000 listens on that so that was like some really early feedback and then i remember um i remember in subsequent shows people in the comment section would would remind me of they started talking about mcribs they'd make me so it's like i could tell oh wow a lot of people whatever listened to that i said there was a little point of time where i was the mcrib guy <laughs> We had another show. I can't remember what the topic was, but let's see. Our fifth show ever, we had almost 19,000 listens. So I don't know. I guess for, and of course, back in those days, I did really nothing to promote the podcast. I kind of feel like I still do next to nothing to promote the podcast. I do try to let people know on Twitter, you know, that the show's coming up. And I'm good sometimes and not so good at other times. But anyway, it was fun. It's amazing. What a journey. What a trip. What a trip. A lot of stuff along the way. A lot of memories. A lot of memories. I do wonder. It's like, I wonder if it's ever going to get to the point where it's unmanageable. Like I mentioned I think in yesterday's one of, or uh, sorry, one of Friday shows. Oh, some a, a, le a letter in the mailbag asked me how much email do you get, and I looked up the uh, the uh, email account for the show. There's a Gmail where you guys send into the mailbag, Chicago Tony V at gmail.com. I looked it up on my phone. Um, there's uh something like uh. What was it? Well, let me just look it up this morning. It was it was a whole lot of unread email. Let's see what it's at this morning. 2,318 <laughs> unread email emails, which I don't really know what that means. I, someone else manages my email for me. Thank Christ. I don't know. Does that does that maybe mean she's not doing her job? 
do I need to start cracking the whip? But it just makes me wonder. It's like, are things going to get unwieldy, unmanageable? I don't know. I hope not. I'm just going to keep having fun. I guess I'll drive. I'll drive this uh, thing till the wheels fall off. I guess that's my plan. Did everyone have a good weekend? What did you guys do? I'm trying to think of what else I did this weekend. I tell you, I saw a. Uh, I went and saw a little be- little league baseball game. So fun. These dudes were like around sixth graders, I think, fifth and sixth graders. It's such a funny time for uh, baseball. It's a funny age for baseball. So they are old enough that they generally, you know, they know the rules pretty much. They know what they're supposed to do. Uh, but they're, they're, and they're old enough and experienced enough generally that it's not, it's not horrible baseball. I mean, it's not, it's not ridiculously horrible baseball, you know, to the point of being cute. It's, uh, it's, it's better than that. But then, but then at this fifth and sixth grade age, good morning, Robo Kitty. How are you, dear? At this fifth and sixth grade, grade age, uh, there still is a whole lot of bad baseball. Like I don't know exactly what it is. Do, do they have it in their in their brains that they're they, what it is is that they're huge risk takers. At least I watched a couple games yesterday, a couple baseball games yesterday, and uh, the risks these dudes would take is hilarious. I mean, they steal almost on every pitch. If if there's a base runner, it's like I'm stealing. I'm going again. There was tons of stealing. There were tons of throws where it's like you no business making that throw. Don't throw it. Hold on to it. But they're just it's just let's go. Let's get someone out. Let's make an amazing play. So they mistakes everywhere. But it was it was very exciting. Very exciting. And one of the things I noticed, which I think is good. Very good. As I said, they're all risk takers. Now, competitive, they're trying to do their best and they're not phoning it in. But there's a whole lot of bad plays. But what I noticed over time is it's almost like it taught them to be okay with making mistakes, which I think is really good. I think that's good. I kept thinking, I would do things like watch the pitcher who, you know, just through his 19th wild pitch, you know, that someone scored on. And I kept kind of waiting for, for these kids to crack a little bit. But it turns out, they it's almost like they just figured out a way. I'm just going to learn how to deal with this. And I'm going to be in the moment. I'm going to do the next play. And, uh, and it's going to be okay. It was fascinating. I, I learned really quite a lesson. And by the end of the second game... It's like, Jesus, maybe some of these kids can teach me how to do that. How do I, <laughs> how can I deal with mistakes and mediocrity? I would like, please teach me. I guess what it is, I guess what it is, is they 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 are put in a situation where they fail over and over and over and over. See, this is good for me hear, hearing me say this. This is good. I think this is positive. Anyway, 
There shouldn't, there won't be Little League Baseball very much longer, I wouldn't think, right? What is this, September, getting into October? Holy cow. But it's fun. The uh, Some of the, the uh, fields uh, near me, they're just, I have these city parks that are just filled with these little baseball teams, and sometimes it's fun just to hang out and just watch, watch the whole thing. It's Americana is what it is. It's Americana. Some of you international uh, listeners are probably like, what in the hell are you talking about? I don't know. But uh, I've also, I've started to get worried about uh, the winter clothing, right? I need to make that transition. This happens to me every single year. As the weather changes, actually I should say it happens to me twice a year, right? As the weather changes, I got to think about where in the hell did I put, you know, my winter stuff? Where is it? What do I have? Where did I squirrel it away? Amber says, I thought it seemed like off season for Little League Baseball. Yeah, kind of. I, I, although, I mean, it was a very hot day yesterday. I'm not that far south. You know, Paducah, Kentucky, it's not that far south. Um, but surely the season's about to wrap up soon, I would think. I think baseball's going to be put on mothballs. But I do this seasonally. I do this over and over. Where did I put my winter clothes? What are What condition are they in? What is it? What am I short on? And then... In the and then when spring rolls around, where the hell did I put my summer stuff? I'm just uh, there's some things I just can't be organized about, and I don't know why, but it drives me nuts. Um, <clears throat> but I guess I got to figure it out because winter's coming, and then it, when you throw in all this supply chain stuff, like isn't isn't that a thing? You, I mean, that's affecting everything, right? If, if I unpack my winter garb and I have a look and it's like, geez, I, I could have sworn I had some long undies or whatever it is, some thermals, some uh, whatever, scarf, a sweater. I'm always, I feel like I'm always low on sweaters. Is this supply chain thing going to, going to become a problem. I've already seen to an alarming extent. I've seen evidence. I mean, I, I not only, you know, prices go of stuff going up, but then you you go somewhere and you can't find stuff. Like this you you'd be shocked how hard it is to find bubbly water. What is this seltzer? Sparkling water. There's like a you can hardly get it anywhere. You know, um, I was at uh, Portillo's the other day. I was like, uh, yeah, large iced tea. Uh, uh, no, you can do medium iced tea, they said. So I'm thinking, so you're not out of iced tea. Why can I only do a medium? Guy says, We're, we can't get large cups anymore. Whoa, can't get large cups. 
Then they went through this phase where you could. I had just uh, discovered onion rings at Portillo's, which is heaven. I think Portillo's onion rings, that's definitely going on my last meal on death row. And, uh, yeah, for a while. So I just discovered onion rings at Portillo's. And then, like, two weeks later, they're like, yeah, sorry, you can't get them. We can't get onion rings. We're out. Amber says, you have several closets in your castle. You should have a winter closet and summer closet. I should. I should. But I, I know I know how I operate. That would be a very sane way to go, Amber. Very sane. But I know how I operate. It's going to go something like this. I will figure it out. I'll figure out where everything is. I will unpack half of it. Then I will get bored and just and just pissed off at myself I won't be able to get through the rest of the unpacking and then so knowing me I'll probably live on half of my winter stuff let's say just because I'm too darn lazy and I hate um I get I'm I get too interested in other stuff Like, for example, laundry. I'll tell you what I did in my earlier adult years a lot. I'm ashamed to say it. <laughs> this is so crazy. But sometimes I just did not feel the thought of, uh, you know, doing laundry on a certain day. If I was interested in something else, um, I, I couldn't make myself do it. So what I would do is I would just go out and buy more clothes. <laughs> So I didn't have to do laundry. It's dangerous. It's not the way. It's not the way to be. I don't know. Speaking of danger. My caps lock is on. Let's see. Let's peek into the mailbag here, people. Is there anything else I wanted to uh, talk about today? I made some notes. Oh, here's another, here's another note I had that... Uh, so we had a, do you guys remember we had a letter the other day from like a, like a van life person saying some blogger or a van, a video vlog, vlogger, is that what it is? Vlogger, a uh, girl who uh, had gone missing. She was a, some sort of van life blogger. Well, I just noticed this morning this article, and I think this must be the person that mailbag letter was writing uh, writing in about. The headline says, Body found in uh, Teton National Forest in Wyoming, consistent with the description of Gabby Petito, according to FBI. A body discovered Sunday in Wyoming is believed to be 22-year-old Gabrielle Petito, according to authorities, uh, let's see. I mean, so this is, a, it's horrible news. It's horrible news. Um, I sure hope that's not her. Oahu Dream 32 is in the house. Good morning. Welcome. C. 
Thank you, says the take-home is this. Stick to your guns, Tony. Nothing ventured, nothing gained. The take you for what? Or the take the 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 take home for what, thank you. <laughs> I do this to Robo all the time. She'll make a comment about something I just said. There's a delay. Like I think you guys see my stream, I don't know, seven or eight or ten seconds after I really say it. So there's this delay. Well, when you're dealing with my early Alzheimer's, right? That means I can't remember what the hell I just said. I do this all the time. Anyway, I'm I'm uh, I really hope this is not this lady there, this girl. Um, I saw some sort of video of her. I think online. I mean, she looks. Uh, she looked. I mean, obviously young and certainly didn't deserve something bad to happen to her. So I pray that it's not her. It's horrible that. Anyone was found, I guess. I mean, let's, I guess we got to think about that. Um, it's already bad news. Um, okay, first letter. Hopefully more uplifting than uh, that headline I just read. Let's see. Dear Tony, I don't know if you ever give job advice, but here it goes. I'm trying to get my first job in sales and I don't really know how to get employers to want to hire me. I have no sales experience, only retail. Is it possible? What should I do? Uh, this is from Bob from Delaware. Bob from Delaware. Uh, yeah, totally. I can totally. Bob, this is going to be just fine. I'll tell you exactly what to do. Now, so you got to remember... All right, I'm an employer. I've been an employer for 25, 30 years, something like that. So I'm going to share with you, okay, here's what employers are looking for. You know, I've hired salespeople. I've whatever. I've, I don't know how many thousands of resumes I've read. I'm sure it's thousands. Interviewed a bunch of people. So I'm your man, actually, Bob. I can help you through this. No problem. All right, selling. Now, I almost, I don't even care what you want to try to sell because it's all going to work pretty much the same. It's all going to work pretty much the same. Something like this. If you want to get into sales, <laughs> it's just, you got to sell your, you got to act like a salesperson. So think about wh whatever, the hiring manager, okay? he or she is trying to put a salesperson on their staff and they have a stack of resumes, right? That person, whether it's an owner, a manager, it doesn't matter. The thought process is basically the same. Most people think that that manager or owner or whatever is thinking, I want to find a great person. While that's true, that's really not exactly what they're thinking. Mostly what they're thinking is, I don't want to make a huge mistake. So with this stack of resumes, right? It's really, they're trying to disqualify everyone. That's really what they're doing. They're looking for reasons that uh, not, not so much. And it all boils down to they're, they're trying to make a good decision because no one wants to go through the 
hassle of hiring the wrong person. It's a pain in the butt. So they're looking for signs. And what you need to know is if you want to be a salesperson, act like a freaking salesperson. Okay? Don't just send your resume in and just hope that something happens. No, no. Work the phones. Do I'll give you a real for instance. I'll give you a real for instance. Uh, let's say uh, you want to work at a, um, let's say a, one of these uh, f- uh, cloud phone providers, right? You want to be a sales guy for one of these things. And uh, so here's what you do. You figure out who their sales manager is. You can easily do this on through LinkedIn, right? You fit, you study who are the people that might be making the decision. You don't even wait for a job opening to come up. You don't wait for it. You make your own job opening. Um, you, uh, you do send in your resume. You do, you, you figure out who, who might be the decision maker. You do send in your resume. You do figure out how to get their email address. This can easily be done. Just look it up, look it up on Google that, but then follow up with phone calls. They'll never answer your call, by the way. It's all going to be voicemail and just show them that you're persistent and polite and that you want a sales position. And if you don't give up, they're finally going to think, Jesus Christ, I would like this guy, this persistent guy out there selling my stuff. So you'll switch between and don't feel like you're going to be a pain in the ass. Someone hiring a salesperson, they want that personality type. So... I would say go balls to the wall. The trick is act like a salesperson. It doesn't matter if you have experience or not. Be persistent. They'll get it eventually. That's my advice. Good luck, Bob. Why can't I breathe today? Okay, a little short letter for this next one. Hey, Tony, do you think 401ks will still be around in 25 years? They make me nervous. (laughs) Uh, This is from Stanley from Riverside, California. Uh, Well, Stanley, maybe this is a good time for a disclaimer, okay? I'm not a financial advisor. I don't give financial advice. Um, I just give uh, opinions, maybe, I guess. I'll just give you my my thoughts, my thoughts and opinions. Um, I think they'll probably still be around in 25 years. I do, I do find that the older I get, I kind of, uh, my thinking on them is different. Here's what people don't really think about this thing of being able to get to it, get to your money. If it's in a 401k, that's pretty hard to do. So if I were giving my perspective, not financial advice, just my perspective to someone young, I would say don't put all your eggs in that basket. Yes, some because you want the tax advantages and all that stuff, but also have your own your own resources that you can touch at any time. That would be that would be my advice. Oh, Emu322 says, why are you so suave? Like a missing member of the Beatles when they were young. Why am I so suave? I think because I was raised right, sir. 
I did actually have a, my dad was pretty suave. He was a mover and a shaker. Uh, okay, let's see. Next letter. Dear Tony, my husband is taking a golf trip to Arizona and he's not a golfer at all. I need to buy him some golf shirts and accessories. I know nothing. Is there a line or brand that you suggest? He will probably play horribly, but my goal is at least for him to dress like he belongs on a golf course. Thank you for any help and thank you for entertaining me every day this is from alice b what a nice letter that's really nice uh and this is so funny oh my god i have so many thoughts about this right out of the gate like for one thing i am a big big fan of this scenario a this this fella's wife is buying him clothing i mean that immediately makes me that makes me extrapolate and just imagine She's probably the type of gal that's going to make him a sandwich when he asks for one. She's probably worth worth her weight in gold. Alice, two thumbs up. Now, I guess we can look at this from another perspective, though. I mean, I hope you're not doing this because you're a a know-it-all nag. I don't think you are, Alice. But if if you've interjected, if you interject yourself... to the point where you treat your husband like he can't take care of himself, then that's a bad thing. Anyway, but let me get to the answer your actual question. So if he's not a golfer, I totally agree. It sounds like maybe he's going on a business trip or something, or maybe it's like, uh, maybe it's, uh, what's that, uh, uh, a, ba- a bachelor party? Maybe he's going to a fancy bachelor party where they're going golfing. I went to a bachelor party party golf trip once it was awesome i'm on board alice he you need to dress him like he belongs okay so here's my advice you're gonna want to go with uh, a nice dry fit golf shirt there's gonna be two brands that i'll suggest you either do nike dry fit or adidas dry fit i wear i wear i have several that i wear on the show from time to time um Emu, I'll get to your uh, question in a second. Um, so, let's see. Now, what to stay away from? Because I actually tried this earlier out of curiosity early in the season. Like Amazon, um, you know, I, I started having to buy everything online because of this flu deal that was going on. And it became a pain in the ass to go to, into stores. And I finally decided to try the Amazon brand golf shirts and whatever. And it looks like a good deal. And you read through the description and it's like, it's made of the same stuff, you know. Uh, But trust me, it's not. They suck. As a matter of fact, this very morning, I put on my Amazon golf, one of my Amazon dry fit shirts. I took one look in the mirror and it's like, I can't do this. I hate this shirt. I despise it. So that's going to Goodwill later today or something like that. Amber, you're teasing me. Okay, what was Emu's question? Oh, my! can I ask your opinion on antidepressants? Um, I, uh, I personally don't have an opinion 
Um, I don't have an opinion because I, I have no experience, but I would, this is a great time to suggest um, the uh, 20 Tim Minutes podcast. The great Tim McCarthy does that podcast. That's the sort of stuff he talks about. It's a it's a male mental health podcast. It's really awesome, and you should check out his. If you really want a, an opinion on that stuff, check with Timmy. He's a great dude. He's been on this show. It's been a while since he called in in the early days. Um, I love talking about him. I'm a, I watch his show, and I'm just a fan of him. So check out Twenty Tim Minutes there, Emu. That's what I would do. And it's, it's concise, 20, 20 minutes, okay? See, it, Tim's way smarter than I am. I go on and on and on. My thing's at least an hour, usually. I mean, hell, Friday I did two shows. It's silly. It's insane. Uh, anyway, Alice B., I hope I answered your question. I hope your husband hits them straight. I saw a comment in here. Someone theorizes that he's not going golfing. That's that's kind of funny. Okay, next letter. Dear Tony, is there anything you have put on Reddit that you are afraid will come back to bite you? You have to be one of the biggest content producers of Reddit all time. I'm just curious if that ever worries you. This is from Phil from New Jersey. Um, uh, uh, that's an interesting question. And I mean, I must admit... There, there have been several times where you got to imagine in the heat of the moment, all right, doing this, talking into a camera, which I'm not trained. There's nothing I'm doing right now that I'm trained to do. It's actually ridiculous that I would ever even attempt to do this. And so what the, the pertinent part of that is I would say that, uh, uh, I guess, how would I put it? Well, so it makes it pressure packed for me. And therefore, sometimes I, I ride this thin edge and I say stuff that I wish I hadn't said. And, um, you know, it feels like every third show, first of all, I'm like, I'm apologizing to one of the pepperonis after the fact. Usually it's Robo Kitty. Um, so probably, yeah. But then by the same token, I mean, what can I do? I can't really erase it now our pan erased one of my episodes um yeah our pan erased one of my episodes and uh but that wasn't my choice they decided i i said something that um was regrettable even though they wouldn't tell me what it was scandalous Anyway, cool cool question, Phil from Jersey. Let's see what else we got. Hey, Tony, I would like to do something nice for my girl, but I just can't bring myself to buy her flowers. I hate tradition. I hate expectations. And damn well ain't going to spend good money on something that will be dead in three days. <laughs> I get it. Uh, what is something nice I can do for her where I could still live with myself? P.S. I've been rocking tanks, music, homework, like I'm back at school. 
the Chicago tank. Where is tank today? Um, let's see. What is something you could do for your girl? You're not traditional. I get it. I get it. Uh, you, you don't want to do the expected thing. Get flowers. Although probably will, will any of the ladies in the live stream help me understand this? Is it always flattering to get flowers? Like even if you're maybe the <laughs> Robo says, sounds like his relationship is also going to be dead in three days. I love it. Robo, maybe you could answer this. Riddle me this. I mean, is it is it always flattering to get flowers or because like here's an idea. I'm not saying it's a good idea, but here's at least an answer. By the way, this fella didn't give me his name. Um All right. I mean I mean maybe maybe this lady is practical as well. Maybe she thinks why why blow money on flowers? Um, oh, see, Amber here says she's in agreement. Stu flowers are a stupid waste of money. This is interesting. All right, so here's one of my first thoughts for this gentleman. Uh, <laughs> now, it doesn't sound romantic, right? Necessarily. But if you want to do something nice for her, put new tires on her car. Go get her a new set of tires. Potted plant says shirt cargo Tony V. <laughs> I gotta admit that's a hilarious uh, Reddit name. Shirt cargo Tony V. Dude, you gotta you you should be able to auction that off someday. I might have to buy, uh, buy it from you. Let's see. Amber says my husband made duct tape flowers for Valentine's for me one year. Oh my God. See, Robo says, buy the damn flowers for your girl. Everything dies, including us. Interesting. How about this? That that gives me a thought. This guy's going to regret that he ever wrote in. I kind of, I, I totally get where Robo's going. Buy her flowers and new tires. I do think there's an angle where you could say, Tires could be romantic. It goes something like this. You can tell her, look, I just don't know what I'd do if anything happened to you. The winter months are upon us and I want you to be safe. Here, I'm going to borrow your car. I'm putting new tires on the car. Let's trade cars today. I'll come back with new tires. No, no, no. I insist. Something like that. Then you can give back the car and have flowers sitting in the car. Uh, Emu322 says, is it possible to monetize Reddit? I don't know. I would think so. Someone, someone I, I mean, someone's got to be monetizing it or why does it exist, right? Thank you says, when my grandpa died, he said, give to the Heart Foundation in lieu of flowers. I'll do that on my next date. <laughs> Didn't George Costanza do something like that once? Oh, God. He like went around handing cards like a donation has been made in your honor. Something like that. That would be classic. 
as a, I, as a matter of fact, this actually makes me, of all things, want to want to get a date just so I can do that. Oh my God. Can you imagine ha handing her a card? In lieu of flowers, a donation has been made to, you know, XYZ. <laughs> That's such a funny thought. Shirt Cargo Torny V says, DM me, you can have the account. <laughs> Lord Tony V. All right, I'll DM you. Shirt Cargo Torny V. What I really want is a brain that creative to be able to come up with that sort of shit by myself. That's what I really want. Okay, next letter. Dear Tony, I enjoy your show and I'm finally ready to get your opinion on something. What's your opinion on mothers openly breastfeeding in public? Do you have any problems with it? This is from Janice L. Uh, well, what's interesting, I'll just tell you what first pops into my head. It's like either Janice is either you are a young breastfeeding mother who's just gotten the idea that maybe this honks someone off. Maybe someone made a comment or maybe you're on the other end of that transaction. You're someone who thinks it's inappropriate and you were just put in a situation where you had to witness that or whatever. I don't know. We'll never know which you are, Janice. Um, but uh, here's my thought. Yeah, it doesn't bother me at all. It's natural, first of all. There are cultures around the world. I mean, it is what it is. So it doesn't bother me at all. Now, you know, I think, I think breastfeeding mothers should be like tasteful if they can, that sort of thing, whatever. Don't, I mean, you know, don't, don't light flares. Let's say you're in a restaurant. Don't, don't call a bunch of attention to yourself. You know, don't get on a bullhorn. Would anyone like to watch me breastfeed my perfect baby? My pride and joy. Um, this is an interesting comment. Emu322 says, You would have made the perfect CIA agent. Warm, cozy personality with a razor-sharp intellect hidden beneath the feel-good vibes. <laughs> Emu, how many... Is this the first show you ever caught? I don't remember your username in the uh, in the thing. It is so that I, you know, what's interesting about that is like, I could sit here and say, oh my God, how intuitive, right? But that would, but basically that would be like saying, you're right. I am smart as shit. <laughs> and that I, oh, it's your second show. Emu's second show, but, uh, but I never chat. Well, welcome to your, uh, your second show. I love the comment. That's your first comment ever. Well, I mean, I, I know you've been commenting earlier. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that puts me in an interesting pickle. Gee, you're right, Emu. What my, uh, see what my, what my ego wants to happen right about now is for like Robo Kitty to chime in. 
and say, say you're right on. He's personable, but he's smart. Anyway, did I answer this question now? I can't even remember. Oh, the breastfeeding. Yes, I answered it. It doesn't bother me at all. Janice, I hope you're a breastfeeding mother and not someone who has witnessed it and is pissed off. That's what I hope. Oh, Emu, I'm just kidding. I mean, you got to... Emu says, I didn't mean to put you in a tough position. (laughs) Thank you, Robo. I appreciate it. Uh... Emo says, I didn't mean to put you in a tough position. You, I, Not at all. You got to remember, every other show, someone comes on and, and uh, uh, it one way or another, usually done, you know, they try to be clever and whatever. One way or another, someone comes on and uh, uh, says I'm fat, which I am. So I'm very used to what would you even call it? Whatever. I got a thick skin. Because I eat too much Count Chocula. I've talked about it before. I, I actually wonder if I've ever had Count Chocula. I'm not sure I have. Let's see. Okay, next letter. Dear... Oh boy, we got a lot of letters today. What time is it? 7.57. Dear Tony, I have a taxidermist friend who makes art with dead squirrels. It's the most amazing thing. He put them in scenes as if they are doing things like fish or like fishing or diving uh, driving a covered wagon. This is an insane letter. He started selling them at farmers markets and state fairs. He actually makes a very good living at it. After reading your newsletter, I thought you might get a kick out of hearing about this guy. This is from Sam H. from Bedford, Indiana. I'm not even kidding. I think I've seen this guy's shit. A taxidermist with dead... He he has squirrels in... Uh, I'm not even kidding. Where did I see it? Come on, brain. I remember like... It, it's like they were... Uh, riding canoes the guy had a whole booth set up i wonder if it's the same guy or do multiple people do this do multiple people do this are there multiple dead squirrel vendors at carnivals etc there can be only one right it was very well done how weird would it be if this if this is the same person Sam from Bedford, you got to get on our subreddit and post pictures of this guy's stuff is what I'm thinking. I I almost, I, I, I wish I could remember. Wait, wait, it's coming back to me. Wait a minute. I know where it was. It was at an RV show, a boat and RV show. It was like an outdoors show like in Cincinnati and this guy had this gigantic booth and it was the most clever I wonder if it's the same guy fabulous whatever someone maybe I'll look him up I gotta do the math and 
So I'm meeting Tyra at 11.30. 11.30. It's going to take me two and a half hours to get to her. 10.30, 9.30, I got to leave within an hour, people. You want another mailbag, Robo, huh? Oh, Mammy Mama's in the house. Mammy, how are you, dear? Good to see you. There's no tank uh, today, no Georgie today. It's one of those days. Robo and, of course, Amber are the uh, the long-term VIPs that are in the live stream right now. Uh, okay, another mailbag for Robo. Let's see. Dear Tony, I know you're not a technical guy, and I know I'm asking off the top of my head, but could you list all of the apps slash services you are using to manage and promote your podcast? <laughs> Keep up the good work, and thank you. Ken from Jefferson City, Missouri. Oh, geez, Robo, aren't you glad I read one more letter? This is going to put you to sleep, I'm sure. Robo's not seeing anyone else's comments? Holy cow. Wonder why. Um, I'll t let's see. I mean, just for the mental exercise, Ken, I'll quickly go through it. I think I think probably most since you're a podcaster, maybe I'm assuming you are. All the non-podcasters, which is almost everyone that listens to this, probably could care less. But real quickly, let's see. Like social media, I guess you would say Reddit. I use Reddit, Twitter. I used to try use TikTok. I hate it. I can't do it. Um, let's see. I hope I the podcast is ho hosted through a thing called Podbean. I don't know too much to I don't know too much to answer. A lot of stuff. Let's get let's do one more letter that maybe is uh, comments in in uh, in Reddit have been weird lately. Wow, that's interesting. Amber says, I'm not seeing all the comments you're, you reference either. That's been ha uh, going on for a while. Well, gee, I, w I wonder if Twitch would fix that, right, Amber? I wonder. I've been putting the pressure on Yak Horseman. I, I, I want to I start doing some special things over on Twitch that we, that we all can, you know, do together. But for some reason, I don't want to do it by myself. I want Yak to be my sidekick. Okay, last letter. Dear Tony, I'm right. Oh, it's a long one. I'm writing to you to rant a bit and maybe get some perspective on something that's been bothering me greatly. In a nutshell, I feel like my parents treat my brother in a totally different way than they treat me. And it's not fair. I'm the older one by four years, if that matters at all. When I say we're treated differently, here's what I mean by example. When I was old enough to drive, my parents didn't get me a car. I had to earn enough money to buy my own car. That would seem fair enough, but when my brother turned 16, they bought him a car, no questions asked. My television time and computer time was restricted and monitored by my parents. This is a long freaking letter. They were constantly telling me to get outside and get some fresh air. My brother's screen time was not restricted at all. This affected me in real ways. For example, he got to watch every last episode of Third Rock from the Sun when it came out. That's oddly specific. 
I usually didn't have enough TV time left to keep up with it. And believe it or not, that's the end of the letter. No name, no nothing. Um, I'll never get that whatever two minutes of my life back. Let's see. Um, I really, so if you're, if let's actually, let's do some math here for fun. So you're four years older than your brother. And restricting your TV time kept you from new episodes of third rock from the sun. How long ago was that show done? How, how this seems like a, this seems like a grown adult, doesn't it? That couldn't have been Third Rock from the Sun. That was like even before 2000, wasn't it? So that's like a 22-year-old show. Whatever. Let's say you're let's say you were 13 years old. 15 to pick a round number. And if that was 22 years ago, you're 37. What the hell do you care now? This pisses you off enough to write a letter in that your parents treated your brother differently? It seems a little weird. Mammy says, treating my kids like equals is something I'm very mindful of. I'm sorry the person in the letter feels like his parents favor his brother. Yeah. I mean, I could see how that would be tough. I'm just think just to play devil's advocate... I mean, I know some people who there there are certain people who I think are just convinced that uh, life isn't treating them fairly, but I think it's actually mostly in their head. Like I've got, I can think of a particular friend I'm not going to name names, but who just uh, it's almost like she thinks you said something that you didn't just say, you know, and it's just so maybe there's some of this going on. I'm pretty sure if you if I'm right and this is like a 35-year-old person and the brother therefore is whatever 31 I'm pretty sure the brother isn't walking around really thinking about this. So I would say acceptance acceptance is the answer to bringing this person some sort of peace. Ooh, Bullfrog Positive 5650 says, Full moon tonight, Tony. I will do magic spell for you tonight. That's tremendous. Please do. Please do. Now, how does that work, Bullfrog? Do I get to ask for something? Or wait a minute, are you going to put a hex on me? Is this a positive thing or a negative thing? Mammy says, sometimes things that happen to us when we were little kids leave a lasting impression. And yes, you got to do the right thing and let that stuff go. Good sage advice, Mammy. Sage advice. I hope school's going well for you, dear. Have you started yet? Sankyu says, don't live life like a victim. We all got to dust ourselves off and move forward. Amber wonders what what did he do differently than the good brother? You do wonder, don't you? Don't you wonder if there's a little like Grand Theft Auto on this uh, person's uh, track record? 
that would make a parent put some restrictions, right? Or, or what about this? Maybe the younger brother had some sort of frailty, right? If the younger brother has lupus and is deathly uh, allergic to grass, I actually grew up with a kid who was allergic to grass. Nearly ruined his life. He couldn't go anywhere. It's like, yeah, I'd let that kid watch TV. Robo also wants a magic spell. Now, wait a minute. Wait. Uh, I don't want bullfrogs. Okay, so bullfrog says, I'm going to wish blessings on you. Sending good energy. This is good, but if you're doing magic for me, which I really appreciate, and for Robo, which I also am, am I, I appreciate that too. But is there a chance you can you get our streams crossed? Could this break bad? I don't know. Mammy says acceptance matters a lot for peace of mind and moving forward. Let it go. Yeah. Acceptance. My dad said said to me uh, years ago, sometimes the only way to beat a thing is to accept it. Sage advice. Okay, Mammy, school did start, but I had both kids come home sick that week, so I'm a tiny bit behind. Isn't that the way it goes? The start of the school year here in the States has been hilarious. Let me let me paraphrase like every parent that I've caught up with when school started, it all went something like this. You know, I'd be like, so how's little uh, Tommy like being in the fifth grade? And the answer would be, Oh, you know, he was really into it for two days and then everyone got quarantined and no one, everyone had to stay at home and all this, you know, bullshit. Oh my gosh, the Chicago tank is in the house. Tank, your sound effect is always a little louder than everyone else, as it should be, sir. <laughs> but I never remember that. I'm never prepared. Uh-oh, Bullfrog says there might be stream crossing with this magic he's doing for Robo and myself. Um, I say let's go for it anyway. Let's go for it anyway. Let's see what happens. Tank's in Lake Geneva right now. Are you on the lake? I'm actually going to tell you a Lake Geneva story, Tank. All right, so when I was a kid, one of my one of my dad's guilty pleasures, he got into sailing. We were on a vacation somewhere and he took like this sailing lesson on this little sailboat. Like and by little I mean it was a little one person, it was like a little bathtub. He fell in love with it. Fell in love with sailing. Got home from the vacation and he bought a sailboat. And the problem is he bought a racing sailboat. This thing, I mean, he was a family man, so he's going to get a sailboat that could fit his whole family in, five of us. This thing was like a racing uh, sailboat. It had it had three gigantic sails. He went from this little bathtub thing, and, and we went right to a racing sailboat, which, I mean, I got to give it to him. 
he actually did figure out, it was amazing how he figured out how to handle that thing. He had a rule too. He would not put any sort of uh, motorized power on it. No propellers. We did everything from the wind alone, including setting off out, out of the dock. So Lake Geneva was one of the places we would go for these hair raising experiences. Uh, and uh, so what I remember at Lake Geneva, so many bad things happened when we were sailing this damn boat that we had no business and he could get it going really fast, but he would tip it over. He, there's terms for it. They, he would run it down into beneath the water. But at Lake Geneva, once I remember we were out there and we got caught in a gigantic hailstorm. It was horrible. I was freezing my ass off and getting pelted by balls of ice out in the middle of the lake. We have no motor, so we can't pack it in and let's get back. We were just stranded out there, just getting pelted with ice. There's my Lake Geneva story. There it is. Holy cow, 813. I, what did I say? I have to leave for uh, Tyra's in 45 minutes. To whoever uh, mailed things to Tyra, I'm going to say thank you in advance, and I'm very excited. And I'm excited to see Tyra. She is... Um, you might wonder, who's my favorite uh, money penny? Which I can't even believe that came out of my mouth. Thank God none of the money pennies listened to this. Um... But uh, I would ne- I would now that I think about it, I would never ever pick uh, pick favorites. I can't. They're all wonderful. But Tyra is a uh, very very special person. So I'm excited to see her today. I'm excited just to catch up. So if you ever ask me, like, is Tyra your uh, favorite money penny? There's no way I could do that no way I could do that I can't pick favorites they're all terrific (laughs) tank pelted by balls is never good (laughs) oh golly Bullfrog says, thank you for putting a good vibe out on uh, on our pan. You're a demigod, demigod. I really appreciate it. I I, I really do. Um, it's been, I always just love meeting new people on it. You know, people, people get the show and whatever, and that's it. You're part of the group. Come back. We do this every, every morning, Bullfrog. 7, 7 a.m. Eastern. It's been fun having you. 8.15, I better pack it up. Um, I want Today, I definitely want to thank uh, RoboKitty for some of the sweet things she uh, said in the comments today. Maybe she couldn't see everyone else's comments, but I could see her comments. And that made all the difference. Um, tank. A little bit of tank is better than no tank for sure. Good to see you, buddy. Bullfrog, thank you for your uh, for joining in. Always great to see Amber, Mammy, Mama. You guys just mean a lot to me. I'm super lucky, super lucky. 
And uh, guess what? I'm going to see you all tomorrow morning. We're going to have a good old time. Lord knows what I'll talk about. Maybe, probably, something will happen with my meeting with Tyra today. I'll have something to talk about. We'll see. Anyway, I love you guys, and I like you guys. You're good people. Thank you for spending the morning with me. I'm I'm a lucky dude. Super lucky dude. You guys make me laugh. You're clever. And uh, I wouldn't trade it for anything. I wouldn't trade it for anything. So um, I will see you all tomorrow morning, same time, 7 a.m. Eastern. In the meantime, I want to remind you guys, don't take any shit from anybody, okay? Okay. Love you. Be good. See you tomorrow.